Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Shlomo Perlstein. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. That's something. The Gemara on the bottom of that Sadik Beis and Beis wanted to prove that Kedushan are not tefes by Shemeres Yovam from the Mishnah that says in Kedushan that a man is Makadash a woman who is a Shemeres Yovam and he says Hareyat Mikudeshesli Laachar Sheachloitz Lechivomech he's Makadash her and the Chalitz of the Kedushan will be after the Chalitza it says she's not Makudish so you see from there that it's a Chasaron of Dover Shleibol Olam because she can't be Nizkadash now the Zika that she has to her Yovam refrains her from being Nizkadash. The Gemara asks, maybe there's no riot from there. Maybe that Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Akiva that holds that Kedushin are not Tefis B'chai Ve'lavin at all. And it's not because she's a Yavam According to the Chacham, maybe a Yavam will have Tefis Kedushin. So the Gemara answered, the Mishnah can't be going according to Rabbi Akiva because Rabbi Akiva holds Adam Makna Dever As the Gemara proves it from a Mishnah Masech Subis. Therefore, we still have a Raya that the Mishnah in Kedushin is Muchach that there is no Tfisa's Kedushin by Eshemeres Yavam, and that's why it's a Dover Shleibol Oilam, and the Kedushin won't be Chal. The Gemara is Doicha, this Teretz, the Gemara holds that there is no Raya from the Mishnah in Masech Tiksubis, the Rebbe Akiva holds that Odo Makna Dover Shleibol Oilam, and therefore the Gemara Zichri stands, it could be that the Mishnah in Kedushin is going according to Rabbi Akiva, who holds there's no Tfisa's Kedushin by Chayv Elavin, but according to the Chachom that holds there is Tfisa's Kedushin by Chayv Elavin, Eivam Olashuk can have Tfisa's Kedushin, and the Mishnah in Kedushin is going according to Rabbi Akiva. Now the Rambam in Perek Zayin, Halacha Tezayin, Mehil Chasishos, Paskins, that if a man is Mekadosh HaShemeres Yovam, and he tells her, Hareyat Mekudoshesli, La'achar Shiyachlo Yitzlochivamech, he's Mekadosh her now, and he tells her the Chalois of the Kedushin should be, after the Chalitza, the Ramam Paskins, she's Mekudeshes. The Ramam explains, Hoyl v'kidsha ato, you are Kedushin Taifesin Misafik, since if he was Mekadeshur now, the Kedushin would be Taifes Misafik. The Ramam Paskins like Shmuel that the Shemeres Yavam has Tisus Kedushin Misafik, and therefore, if a man is Mekadeshur Shemeres Yavam, Lachar, Shiach L'Tzlo Yavama, she's Mekudeshes. Now the Magimishna explains, now, when the Rambam writes she's Mekudeshes, it doesn't mean that she's Mekudeshes Bevadai. Even though the Rambam doesn't write it, he means she's Mekudeshes Misafik. Since the whole idea of Tfisus Kedushin by Shemeres Yavam is only a Safik, since she's not Bevadai, a woman who has Tfisus Kedushin in her, therefore, we can't say she's Mekudeshes Bevadai. The Rambam must mean she's Mekudeshes Misafik. However, the Kesef Mishnah comes up with a tremendous chidush. The Kesef Mishnah explains that since the Rambam writes Mekudeshes, he doesn't mean Mekudeshes Misafik. If he meant Misafik, he'd write that. He means she's Mekudeshes Vadai. How could she be Mekudeshes Vadai? There's no Tfisus Kedushin Bevados by Shemeres Yavam. The whole Tfisus Kedushin is Misafik. So how would we say that she's Mekudeshes Vadai on his Mekadashar La'achar Sheyachlitz Le'yavama? It's a Dover Shalei Olam Al Kapon Misafik. To that, the Kesef Mishnah explains that since there's a suffix al that's enough of a reason to call her a Dover The suffix is enough to make it that it's not a Dover and therefore, when it's Mekadish her now, La'achar, the Chalitza that she gets from her Yavam, it's considered a Kedushe Vadai. The fact that Misafik it's Shaykh Tvisa's Kedushin makes her already a Dover Shebo'ala Now, the Karen Aira brings that the Achreinim ask on the Kesef Mishnah, it's a Pella. If it's only a Suffolk, how could the Kesef Mishnah say that she's Bevada, a Dover Shabbat On the Tzad, that there's no Tfises Kedushin, 
by Shemir Asiyavam, how could he say that she's considered a Dabar Shabbat It should be only a Suffolk Dabar Shabbat And the Karenayar answers, since the whole idea of Dabar Shabbat doesn't work because there's no Smichas Das, the person who does it can't possibly really mean it. It's not Ba'ilam Bachlal. Therefore, in a case where Akalpanam mi Suffolk it's Chal, that Suffolk alone creates a Smichas Das. Since a Tmisis Kedushin by Shemeris Yovam is Chal mi Suffolk, so she's Kaddish to him very seriously. She means it with a full Gmir's Das. The Chalois Kedushin mi Suffolk is enough to make it Dover Shabbat because she's doing it very seriously. Therefore, the Ramam Paskins that if a man is Makadish, a Shemeris Yovam, Laacha, Shiachlitz, Layavama, after the Chalitza, She's Mekudash, is Bevadai, and there's no Chisaron of Dover, Shleibola Oilam, since she means it seriously, because Akalpana Misafik, it's possible to be a Thesis Kedushin in this woman. Now, the premise that the Karnoira is making, that the reason Dover Shleibola Oilam is not Chal, is because there's no Smichas Das, that's really totally in two different Shitas why Dover Shleibola Oilam is not Chal. Some explain as the Karanayra wrote, that it's a chasar of smichas das. The person who does the hakno doesn't mean it seriously. Therefore, when we believe that the person means it seriously, even by davar shleibola it should be chal. However, there's another school of thought amongst the Paiskim that the reason davar shleibola is not chal in a Kenyan is not because of the smichas das, rather because it's not ba'olam. Something that's not ba'olam cannot have a chalais Kenyan made on it. If that's the case, the Karanayra's terrorists won't stand. Even if she means it seriously because there's Tfisa's Kedushin in Yisafik, but she's not a person that's shy to have Kedushin on her, on the side that there's no Tfisa's Kedushin by Shemir Asiyavah. Now the Gemara brings a whole list of Shittas that hold Adam Makna The first Shittah the Gemara brings is Rav Huna. Rav Huna says somebody who sells the payrace of his tree to his friend before they came into being, Rav Huna says, the Meichah could be Chayzer before it comes La'ilam. Mishibor La'ilam, once it comes into the world, the Meichah can't be Chayzer. Rav Nachman says that in other Machnadavash Le'ibor La'ilam, he holds that even once it came into the world, the Meichah could still be Chayzer. However, Rav Nachman says, Maidina, the Shamat Va'achel, Le'i Mafkina Minei. I made that if the Le'ikeach, who bought these fruit when they were Le'ibor La'ilam, and the Meichah wasn't Chal, Yet, if once they came la'olam, the lekech went ahead and ate them, we don't make him pay. The mecha wasn't chal, but since he ate the payers, he's potter from paying. There's a machlaik as Rashi and Taisus was pshat in that. According to Rashi and Bob Mitzvah, the reason that we don't make him pay because the meicha was definitely meichel. The meicha thought that the lekech was kaina. Now, in reality, he wasn't kaina. He holds ain't other makdam davashleibalaylam. Just since he was Michael, we cannot make the Lukeach pay. Taisas Akasha, that's a Mechila Batos. And we know the halacha is Mechila Batos, lay have a Mechila. So Taisas answers, it's not because of the Mechila that we don't charge the Lukeach. The reason is because Nichalai Deleku Behem Nusai. The Meicher wants to be perceived as someone who keeps to his word. And since he promised to sell it, True, Alpidin the Mecher wasn't Chal, but since he said he's going to sell it, he doesn't want to backtrack on his word, and therefore the Likach is Kaina. Now, the Russian Ezu Neshech on that Gemara explains that we don't make the Likach pay, that's only 
when the Meicher knew that the Lekeach was taking. If the Meicher did not know at the point that the Lekeach was taking, that that's what was going on, it's not Shaykh to say that he was Meichel. Without knowing to be Meichel, the Mechil is not Chal. However, the Prichadosh writes that if we're learning like Taisus, that the reason that he doesn't have to pay is because so for that, the Meicher doesn't have to actually know when the Lekeach takes it. Even if he found out afterwards, the Lekeach will still be Potter. Now, according to the Prichadosh, we have a tremendous Nafkamina between Rashi and Taisus. According to Rashi, in order for Rav Nachman's halacha to be applicable, that the Ishamit Va'achel, if he ate it, we don't make Lekeach pay, according to the Rashi, since that works al Smechila, the Meicher must be aware of the Mechila that he's making. And if he doesn't know about it, Rav Nachman would say, we do make the Lekeach pay. However, according to Taisvis, the way the Prima understands, since it works out he's happy to stand by his word. So, in that case, according to the Prichadosh, he even if he doesn't know Bashas Maisa when Lekech is eating, since we know that he's happy to stand by his word, the Meicher cannot afterwards charge Lekech for what he ate. However, the Ksais and Simon Reish Tess, Asif Katan argues on the Prichadosh. He says, even according to Taisvis, that it works as Nichalet Leku Behemnusei, still, if he doesn't know about Bashas Maisa, it will have a din of Yushlemidas, which means any chalois that's done through a person that Bishas Maisa he doesn't know about it, but we believe that if he knew Bishas Maisa he'd be maskim. Since the halacha is that Yushlemidas Lehavi Yush, a Yush that he did not know about Bishas Maisa is not chal. The same way, even if we know that Nichalet Leku Behemnusei, and he would be happy to allow the Lekeach to eat these payers, since Bashas Maisa, he didn't know about it, and we need his nichoso, we need his willingness to allow Lekeach to take it and be potter, therefore, it has a din of Yish Midas, and the halacha of Yish Midas is that it's Lehev Yish, and therefore, even according to Taisvis, the way the Ksais understands, if the Meicher didn't know about the Lekeach's eating the payers, Bashas Maisa, he would be able to charge the Lekeach afterwards, because there was never a chalois of a mechila, since it needs an actual positive das of the person who is being meichel. Now the Gemara continues, the Rav is also amongst the shittas that hold because Rav said, someone who tells his friend, this field that I'm about to buy, when I buy it, it should be konui to you, it'll go over to Yerushos, you're it from now, kono, the friend who was receiving the matana is zeichenet. When the nisan was maknet to the mekabel, he didn't own it. He was talking about a field that he's going to buy soon. Still, Rav holds other maknet davar shleibola and therefore the Kenyan is chal. Now, Tysus asks on the Gemara's Lashon. The Gemara says that someone tells his friend, this field that I'm going to buy, the shechecha when I buy it, it should be coming to you from now, Kono. Why does he have to say Me'achshav? Since Rav holds other Makna then he shouldn't need for him to say Me'achshav. In the Mishnah of Ha'aymer Le'isha Ha'reyat Mekudashasli La'achashat Esgairi La'achashat Esgair Somebody is a Mekadash woman after he's Mesgair or after she'll be Mesgair according to the Manda Omar that other Makna Davash Le'ibar She's Mekudashas even if he didn't say Ha'reyat Mekudashasli Me'achshav. 
Also, there's a Gemara in Masech the Kedushin, Daphnon Tess, if a man is Mekadash, a woman, after 30 days, she's Mekadash, even if he didn't say Me'achshav. Also, we see on the Gemara, Anamud Beis, that the Gemara said, Rebbe Lezer Me'achshav holds other Me'achshav Le'Balaylam. From the fact that he says that if somebody is Mafrish, Peirais, that are still Mechubar to the Karka, or Peirais that didn't reach Ishlish Gidulam, that they're not Roy for Truma now, and he's Mafrish them, that the Chalois should happen when they are Roy, he holds it is Truma, even though he didn't say Me'achshav. So Taisus asks, why does the Gemara over here say that Rav says, he has to say that it's going to be connected to him Me'achshav. Now Taisus answers a very sadistic Teretz, that the general case where a person's Kaina Karka is with either Kenyan Sudr, Chalipin, or a Shtar, or a Chazaka. Now in such a case where someone makes a Kenyan Sudr, or a Kenyan Chazaka, and he wants the Kenyan to be Chal after 30 days, that won't work. Because it's Kulsa Kenyanai. Because by the time the 30 days come around, the Sudr that he was Kaina with was given back to him. The Chazaka that he made was finished. It's only Bishas he makes the Chazaka. Since there is no remnant left from the Kenyan Sudr or the Kenyan Chazaka, after 30 days, he won't be able to be kind of with the Chazaka that, or the Kenyan Sudr that he made originally. Same thing by a shtar. If he wrote a shtar and he writes the Kenyan should be Lachar Lamad Yoyim and the shtar got ripped or lost by the time the 30 days came around, it's going to be Kalsa Kenyan. Same thing is going to work by Mashiach. If he says, Make and after thirty days, it's not going to work because it's kalsa kinyanai. The kinyan finished. There's nothing left of the kinyan. Therefore, if he doesn't say me'achshav, the kinyanim that we just mentioned won't be chal. And he says me'achshav. What happens is the kinyan is chal now. Just you have to wait thirty days for the kinyan to finish. However, the Mishnah in Kedushin where a man is mekadesh a woman after gerus or after her husband dies. There, generally, Kedushin is done with Kesef. Now, by Kesef, even if the Chalois happens 30 days later, we don't say Kalsa Kenyanai by Kesef. Why? Because if the Kenyan is not Chal, then the woman who is Niskadesh, or the person who sold the Karka, will have to give the money back. There is a Rosham, there is a remnant of the Kenyan that happened 30 days before that. There is a Chayv of Kesef hovering, on the Isha that was Niskadish, or on the Meichar of the Karka. If the Chalois of the Kenyan is not Chal, they'll have to give the money back. So we're not going to say it's Kalsa Kenyanai that there's no more Kenyan anymore. The Kenyan that he made three days before that still has a Roshim, still leaves an impression. If the Kenyan is not Chal, the person who got the money is going to have to give the money back. Therefore, we're not going to say the idea of Kalsa Kenyanai by Kesef, and therefore... The Mishnah of Kedushin and the Gemara of Kedushin, where he says, he doesn't have to say Me'achshav. It says, if the money is Be'en, because if the Chalois of the Kenyan is not Chal, the person is going to have to give the money back. Now, by the Mishnah of Paris Haruga, where he's Mafrish, there too he doesn't have to say Me'achshav, because when he's Mafrish Truma, it has a din of Amiras Legivoya, Kim Sirasi Lehedyet. He's promising you to give it to Hashem. That has a din as if he gave it over to the Hedyeth already. Now when one gives a chayfetz that he wants to sell to his friend after 30 days, if the kainah has it in his hand, of course we're not going to say kalsa kinyanai, and the chalois of the kinyan can happen after 30 days also. Now, it's a bit of a chidish what Taisus is saying, that it's considered amin rasa 
Truma l'chayra is a din that he gives it to the Kayan, not to Gvaya. It doesn't give that to Hashem. So to say that it has a din of Amiras l'gvaya, l'chayra is a chiddush. Now Taisus doesn't talk about it over here, but it should come out of Taisus' words that the same halacha would apply to Rebbe on Omid Beis, where Rebbe says, someone who buys an Eved al-manas l'shacharoi, that's what the Pasuk of Lysaskar Eved al was talking about, and the cases he said, when I buy you, he tells the Eved, or he writes to him, that when I buy you, you're going to be konu to yourself from now. He says, Now, according to the Cheshmer of Toysus over here, and the Rashba says, Mefurish in Kedushin Daf Samach Gimel, in such a case also, if the Shtar was ripped, the Shtar Shechur that he wrote to this Eved was ripped before he actually was able to buy this Eved, still the Eved is Meshuchar. Because Me'achshav helps for a case where it was Nikra Hashtar. However, the Rashba over there brings the Ramban that argues, he says that the Shtar Shechur was ripped it's not going to help. The Ramban writes, the Shechur wasn't Chal Me'achshav. It wasn't Chal then. All the Me'achshav helps for is that if he wants to be Chayzer, if, if he wants to change his mind, he can't. But of course, if it was Nikra Ashtar, according to the Ramban, the Shechur is not Chal, and the Kenyan is not Chal. Now the Rashba asks on that, if he can't be Chayzer, what's the rationale of that? It must be because we look at it as if it was Chal already. If that's the case then the Shechur and the Kenyan were Chal, even if it was Nikra Hashtar. The Rashba understands like Taisus. Now Taisus and Bob Metziah Daf also asked Taisus Kash over here, why does it have to say Me'achshav, if you hold Dovash Le'olam is Chal? And you can't say it's to avoid the possibility of being Chayzer, because the Halacha is, Taisus says, he could be Chayzer. Kal's man, it doesn't come Le'olam. So Taisus' answer is, the Nafkamina is, if the star was torn, if you wrote me'achshav, even if the star was torn, b'shas the chaloi sakinyan, the mecher or the shechur is chal. So really, what we have here is three shitas. We have shitas hatayis and bav metziyadat tesayin that we just mentioned. That when somebody writes me'achshav, if it was nikra hashtar, the kinyan is chal, like tesis over here. However, regarding chazara, if he wants to be chazar, if he wants to change his mind, he can. According to Rahman, it's just the opposite. If it was Nikra Ashtar, the Mecher is not Chal. Or if it was a case of Shechor, the Shechor is not Chal. However, Me'achshav helps that he can't be Chayzer. According to the Rajba, Me'achshav helps for both. Also for the fact that he can't be Chayzer, and also for the fact that if Nikra Ashtar, if the Shtar was ripped, that still the Shechor or the Mecher is Chal. Rav Shach and Avi Ezri, in Perekhov Beis Halacha Aleph Mehilchas Mechira, explains the Lamdis and the Smachlaikas. He explains, according to Taisus of Bab Metziah, the gather of a Kenyan that's done me'achshav al-achar lamad yoyim is that, of course, there's a chaloyis ma'isa Kenyan now. Through the ma'isa Kenyan that's chal now, the Kenyan is piled, the Kenyan is consummated after 30 days. And we find that somebody can make a ma'isa Kenyan now, it's not chal now, it's chal later, but there's a chaloyis ma'isa Kenyan that causes the chaloyis of the Kenyan to happen later. We find Rishlakish holds of a man as Makadash, a woman, even though she's not Makudashis now, still, she can't be Chayzer, she can't change her mind. There's no Chalois Kedushin, just a Chalois Maisa Kedushin, but it's enough to say that she can't be Chayzer, and the Kedushin will happen eventually after 30 days, because Rishlakish holds, a person can't say something to Mivatel to undo a Dibur that he said before. 
Al-Kopanim, we see there's a Chalois Maisa Kenyan, even though there's no actual Chalois Kenyan until later. Now, Halachal Maisa, we pass on like Rabbi Eichelon, that holds that she could be Chayzer in a case where a man was Makadash a woman after 30 days, because Rabbi Eichelon holds Asi Debrim Mubatal Debr. A person can say something to undo a Debr that he made before. But that's clear that when someone makes a Maisa Kenyan now and the Chalois Kenyan is later, it's not that what he did now has no Chalois. Didn't do anything. It's just a hechetimtza, a way of being goyim for the kinyan to happen later. There's a chalais ma'isa kinyan now that starts and finishes the chalais kinyan for later. There's a machlaikis of beichan and rishlakis to be chayzer, but there's definitely a chalais. If there was no chalais ma'isa kinyan, rishlakis wouldn't be able to say that she can't be chayzer. Therefore, legavi chazara, we pass like Rabbi Yechon that osi diber mavatel diber. A person can change his mind and undo. What he said before. However, if the star was ripped, there was a chalois ma'isa kinyan. Since he said me'achshav, that chalois ma'isa kinyan starts now and finishes the kinyan later, even if the star was actually ripped or lost by the time the 30 days came around. Because really, what he did 30 days before that actually started the process of the kinyan. However, according to the Ramban, the chalois of the mechira is only after 30 days. Therefore, if the star was ripped by the time 30 days came around, there won't be any Kenyan. However, regarding Chazara, he can't be Chazar. Just like Rabbi Yechanan holds, that if a man is Makadash a woman, after 30 days he could be Chazar. Yet if he says, Rabbi Yechanan is more that she can't be Chazar, even though he holds Asi Dibur, Mubatl Dibur. Still, when somebody says, Me'achshav, it lies in Me'achshav that there won't be a Chazara. The Maisa Kenyan Gufa is a hischaivus that there won't be a chazara. So therefore, although the Kenyan is not chal, and if it's nikra ashtar, the Ramban learns that the Kenyan or the shechur is invalid, yet, as far as chazara is concerned, the Maisa Kenyan Gufa, in a case where somebody says, Me'achshav is a hischaivus that there won't be a chazara. The Rashba holds that when somebody says, Me'achshav, it's as if the Kinyan was already chal. Therefore, the Rashba holds that both he can't be chayzer once he said me'achshav, and even if the star was ripped, by the time three days came around, the Kinyan is still chal. Likewise, the shechur, because it happened already. Now, Taisus writes that although Rav and Shmuel argue by kedushin me'achshav alachar lamad yoyim, for manas makadish nisha me'achshav, and after thirty days, according to Rav, it's a suffix if it's a Tnai or a Chazara, when he says, Me'achshav l'achar l'amad yoyim, do we say that when he said l'achar l'amad yoyim, it's a Tnai? If he wants the Kedushan to be Chal after 30 days, but the Iker Kedushan is Chal Me'achshav, or do we say it's a Chazara, and the Kedushan is only Chal 30 days later? And here we say that Rav clearly holds that if somebody is Makna something Me'achshav, that it's definitely not a Chazara, it's definitely a Tnai. And the Kenyan happens immediately. So Taisus explains that if it's a Davar Shleib something that can't be Chal now, we're not going to assume that it's a Chazara, that he changes his mind, that he means the Kenyan to happen later. Since it's Davar Shleib the simple understanding is that he's really Maknit Me'achshav, it's definitely not a Chazara. And he just says, Lachar, the Kenyan, because it can't be Chal till then. Taisus has another Mahalach to explain that Rav holds that if he says Me'achshav at the end, as he did here, he definitely means to say that he's being maknit now, and it's not a chazar, he's not changing his mind, because the thing he said last was me'achshav. 
Mashenke in the Gemara Kedushin that says that Rav holds, it's a suffix when somebody says, is it a tnai that he wants the chalos to be chal now? And it's just a tnai that he's going to mask him in 30 days. Or, on the other hand, it could be that it's a chazari, he changes his mind from being mechal the Kedushin now to after 30 days. That's because he said first me'achshav and then he said la'achar la'amadyayim. However, if he says me'achshav last, he definitely means to make the Kenyan now. That's how Tysus explains the difference between our Gemara, where it's clearly the Kenyan now, and the Gemara in Kedushin, where Rav says it's a suffix, based on one of the two differences we just mentioned. However, Tysus goes on to ask a kasha. There's a Gemara in Ksubis that says that if somebody is Meshach Apara, and he made the Kenyan me'achshav la'achar la'amadyayim, the Gemara says that if the para is an agam, in a rishus that it's possible to make Kenyan Mashiach after 30 days, then the Kenyan is chal. If the para is in a rishus arabim where one cannot make Mashiach, the Kenyan is not chal after 30 days. Taisus asks, according to what we just said, that when someone makes a Kenyan yoim, that the understanding of those words are either a Chazara, that he changed his mind and he wants the Kenyan to happen after 30 days, or a Tanai, and he wants the Kenyan to happen now just by Tanai, that he's going to be masking after 30 days. According to either of those two understandings, it doesn't make any sense why it should make a difference if the para is an Agam, where it's Roy for the Chalais of Mashiach to happen after the end of the 30 days, or if he's in a Shosarabim. If it's a Tanai, what difference does it make? He's kind of Bashas the Kenyan, not 30 days later. Who cares where the para is? 30 days later, it's just a tnai to see whether it's going to be masculine or not. And if it's a chazara, and the kinyan only happens 30 days later, it won't make a difference where it's standing. Even if it's standing in an agam, it's kalsa kinyani of the original mashiach. So Taisa answers that that gemara is going according to Rabbi Yechanan. Now Rabbi Yechanan holds that when somebody says, he's mekadash neisha me'achshav al'achar lamad yoim, what happens is it's not a tnai or a chazara as Rabbi has a suffix. It's a third mahalach. It's Kishragad Livni. What happens is the Chalois of the Kedushin starts by day one, and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger until the 30th day. It is like a Shragad Livni, like a wall made out of layers of bricks. He adds another layer and another layer and another layer. Therefore, the Chalois started immediately. In order for the Chalois to finish at the end of 30 days, the Parah has to be in a place where the Chalois of Mashiach can be Chal. Therefore, Rebbechem Lashitasa holds that the Parah has to be in an Agam by the end of the 30 days because it's finishing off the Chalais of the Kenyan of Mashiach. However, according to Rav, that holds that it's a suffix whether when one says Me'achshav al-Achar it's a Tnai or a Chazara. And definitely, according to Shmuel, who holds that every Me'achshav al-Achar is just a Tnai, if at the end of 30 days he's maskim for this Kenyan, it should be Chal. Originally, Bishas the Maisa Kenyan, Enochinami makes no difference where the para is standing. If it's just a tnai, so as long as he's masking that the kinyan that he made 30 days ago should be chal, it's chal, it doesn't matter where the para is. And according to Rav, if he holds his tnai, it's going to be chal no matter where the para is. And if he holds his chazara, that when somebody has me'achshu al-achar lamad yoyim, he's chayzer, and he means to say that the kinyan should be chal after 30 days and not me'achshav, it doesn't matter where the para is standing, the kinyan won't be chal after 30 days. Because it's Kalsa Kenyana. Now to summarize what we came out of the different Shittas and Taisvis, it comes out like this. If somebody makes a Kenyan Kesef and he says the Kenyan is La'achar Lamad Yoim, you should be Kaina after 30 days. The Kenyan is Chal after 30 days. 
even if the money is not be'en anymore, since there is a chayv hovering over the meicher, it's considered as if the money were be'en, because if he says that he's chayzer in the kinyan, he doesn't want to be makhnet now, he'll have to pay the money back. That makes the money as if it's be'en, and therefore it's not going to be a kalsa kinyane. If he was kind of something with a shtar for after 30 days, the kinyan is only valid if the shtar is around. If the shtar got ripped and he said, the kinyan is not chal. If somebody makes a kinyan suder, or kinyan chalipan, or meshicha, or chazaka, such a kinyan doesn't have any remnants after the 30 days, therefore it's going to be kalsa kinyan and he won't be kinyan. Now, if somebody said, we said there are three shittas in the Gemara, what that means. According to Shmuel, is a t'nai. What he means is, he wants the Kenyan to be chal now, and it's betnai that he's going to be masculine in 30 days. According to Rav, Rav is a suffix, it could be like Shmuel, that it's just a t'nai, that the Kenyan is chal now, betnai that he's masculine in 30 days. It could be a chazar, that when he said, he changed his mind immediately afterwards, and he said the chalos of the Kenyan should be after 30 days. It's a suffix, according to Rav. According to Rabbi Yechanan, like we said, it's Kishrangi the Livni. The Kenyan starts now, and it finishes, it's consummated at the point of the 30 days. Memele, somebody's kaina, with a Kenyan sudur, or a chazaka, or with a shtar that actually got ripped, where in a normal case we'll say kalsa, but here he said me'achshav, so we might not say kalsa. So it works out like this. According to Shmuel, he's kaina. The Kenyan was me'achshav. As long as he's interested in the Kenyan being valid, since me'achshav lachar lamadjoim is just a t'nai, if he's mekayim the t'nai, if he wants the Kenyan to be chal, it's chal me'achshav. According to Rav, it's a suffix. It could be, it's just a t'nai and it was chal immediately. It could be, it's a chazara. He changed his mind and he wants the Kenyan only to happen after 30 days. And Mela, it'll be called a Kenyanai. So Mela blabs a suffix. According to Rav Yechanan, likewise, the Kenyan starts immediately. It's only chal after 30 days, it builds up and builds up and builds up. Since by the time 30 days came around, it was Kalsa Kenyana, Mela, he can't be kind. If somebody says, in a case of Meshicha, according to Shmuel, it will be the same thing. Since it's a Tanai, he's Kaina Meachshav as long as by the time 30 days came around, he's still Maskim in the Kenyan. According to Rav, it's going to be a suffix no matter where the par is. If it's a Tanai, he's Zaycha immediately. If it's a Chazara, he's not Zaycha at all. It's Kalsa Kenyana. According to Rabbi Yechanan, it makes a difference. If it's in the Agam, a place where it's roy for somebody to be kind of Kenyan Mashiach, it has a din of a simta. Then what happened was the Kenyan started Me'achshav. It finished by the 30th day. If it, by the 30th day it's in an Agam, he's kind If it's not in an Agam, according to Rabbi Yechanan, he won't be kind because by the time the Kenyan is supposed to finish, by the 30th day, it wasn't in a place where it's Shaykh for Mashiach to be Chal. Now there's an interesting Machlaikis in Shittas Rabbi Yechanan, what happens if by day one he made Mashiach in a place where it's right to make Mashiach, in a Simta, or in an Agam? And by day 15 he went out of the Agam, and by day 30 he came back. According to Taishas over here, even if it went out, as long as it came back by day number 30, the Kenyan is Chal. According to the Ran, in Ksubis, the Ksais brings down the Shita Saran and Simon Kuf Tzadik Zayin, Sif Kotten Gimel, even if it went out just a little bit, the middle of the 30-day period, the Kenyan is not Chal. According to the Ran, according to Yechon, in order for the Kenyan to be Chal, the Parah has to be in an Agam, a place where it's right to make Kenyan Mashiach for 30 consecutive days. And Rabbi Chon writes in Kavit Sa'orus 
that even though, according to Rabbi Yechanan, it has to be in an agam by the end of the 30 days, in order for the Kenyan to be chal, still, if it wasn't there by the end of the 30 days, went out before that, he still will be kind of somewhat. It's like trying to living. It's one layer of a Kenyan, then another layer, then another layer. So if it was there just for 15 days, so he was zeichen it for half the Kenyan. According to Rebbe Khanan, he'll still be zeicha b'miksas, even if it wasn't there, b'shas, the day number 30. Since it works as Shragi Delivni, he will be at least kind of b'miksas, connected at the time that it actually wasn't an aga. Now the Goyen in Saif Simon Kuf Tzadik Aleph and Chayish Mishpat writes that since the Paiskim were Saisim, they didn't write that when someone makes a Kenyan that it's totally in the Machlekes Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yechanan that we just mentioned, and it seems that everybody holds the Kenyan as Chal immediately, it must be that as far as Kenyanim are concerned, both Rabbi Yechanan and Rav are moedah to Shmuel. Rabbi Yechanan that holds that the Kenyan of Me'achshav Lachar Lamad Yoyim is Kishraga de Livni, and Rav who holds as a Suffolk, whether it's a Tanayar Chazara, are both moedah to Shmuel by Kenyanim that it's a Tanai and the Chalois happens immediately. The Homachlaikis is just by Kedushim. This guy is not working with Taisus over here that understands that the Machlaikis Rav, Rabbi Yechanan and Shmuel, whether it's a Tnai or a Suffolk Tnai, Suffolk Chazara, or the Kenyan works Kishraga de Livni, is applicable to Kenyanim, just like it's applicable by Kedushan. Now the Gemara continues to bring a Raya from Rabbi that he also holds that The Gemara mentions a story where Rabbi had an Oris who was working for him, used to bring his Peiris every Erev Shabbos. One Erev Shabbos, he saw that he wasn't going to be there on time. So Rabbi was mafrish, Trumus and from his Peiris onto the Peiris that the Oris is going to bring him the next day on Shabbos. Although, at that point, those Peiris that he was going to bring him were still a Dabrash Leibol Oilam. Now, Taisvis points out that it must be those pairs at that point on Erev Shabbos belong to the Oris and not to Reb Because if it belonged to Reb it won't be considered a Davash Leibol Even if those pairs were Mechubar Lekarka, he'd be able to be Mafresh from his pairs onto the pairs that were Mechubar because it's Biyodai to be Tylish. Now, Taisa says maybe it's possible that the pairs were very far away and therefore won't be considered Biyodai Reb to be Mafresh. Taisa says that's very not mustaver. It's not mustaver because something is far away that it won't be considered biyadai. Practically, it might be hard to do, but in the lambdas of biyadai, that's not going to make it not biyadai. Rabbi Chanan and Kaivetzaris explains that when we say something is biyadai, it doesn't mean it has to be biyadai bepoil that he can actually do it. As long as theoretically he can do it, even if technically it's going to be very hard or even impossible. As long as it's possible for him to do it theoretically, that will be considered biyada. As long as halachically he's able to do this act, even if physically it's impossible, it's going to be considered biyada. However, Bulchanan says that's totally in a machlekes reshainim that we find by geises. The halacha is that a geises can't make a kenyan. And there's two mahalchim in the reshainim why. According to Rabbeinu Yoyal, it comes out that even if a geises were able to speak, He's not a bar Kenyan, he has a din of a mace already. And therefore, even if he knows what's going on, he can't give a get, he can't make a Kenyan. According to the Rashbam, the reason a Geisus can't make a Kenyan is because he can't speak. He can't speak, he can't possibly make a Hakno. Theoretically, if he was able to speak, 
he thought would be a bar Kenyan. It's only because technically he can't communicate, therefore he can't make a Kenyan. We see from the Rashbam Shita that something that one cannot do because technically he's not capable, and not because halakhically he's incapable, also renders him unfit to do that act, and therefore a Gaisus who can't speak can't make a Kenyan because he technically cannot do the Kenyan, not because halakhically there's any reason not to. Bukhanan understands that Taisus over here defines one being capable of doing an act not based on his technical ability to do it, rather based on his halachic viability in doing such a maisa. Rukiveger asks Akasha. The Gemara brings a rayon. The Rabbiane holds a person can be from the fact that he was mafresh from his payrois onto the payrois of the oris that he didn't own yet. And still the halos of the afrasha was chal. Rukiveger asks, since the halacha is, the Gemara says in the Sechna Nadorim, that a person could be mafresh, one could be mafresh from his payers onto his friend's payers, to pater his friend's payers. So why does the Gemara say that it works out to And Rabbiane clearly holds like the Shittas, that other makin It's not other It's biyaday to be mafresh, and the rule is, anything that's biyaday is not going to be considered a davar It's biyaday for him to do this hafrasha without the chalois of Adam Makna Davashleibala So even if he was mafresh here on the pairs that were going to come to him tomorrow, that the chalois should happen tomorrow, but since he could theoretically do the chalois today by being mafresh Mishalayal Shalchaveiroi, it's biyado. Why does the Gemara have a raya from here that Rabbiane holds Adam Makna Davashleibala So Rab Chaim in the stencil answers and Rab Chanan in Kavitzaris writes the same that biyado only helps when it's that maisa. We say that one can do a chalois on a davar because it's beyond to do that act right now. However, to be mafresh on payrois tomorrow that are going to be his, because it's beyond to be mafresh on those payrois today when they're not his, that's a different act. When a person's mafresh mishalayal shal he's being mafresh either within shlichus or within zchia, but it's a hafrasha for the bala payrois. It's not a frasha for himself. When a person is mafresh on the payers that he's going to get tomorrow as the balamaisa, as the person who owns the payers, that's a different kind of a frasha. Biyadi only helps to say it's not a dorish label when it's the same maisa. When he's mafresh on his payers tomorrow, because he can be mafresh on his payers today, that's the same act. By being mafresh on his payers tomorrow, because he can be mafresh on somebody else's payers today, that's not the same act. That's not considered biyodi to do this maisa. What's biyodi to be mafresh b'shalayel doesn't make it that it's biyodi to be mafresh on his own payers the next day, even though it's davar shalayel When he's mafresh for his friend's payers, it works out slichus, it works out schia. It's not the same hafresh that he's doing tomorrow, therefore it's not going to be considered biyodi to make it a non-davar shalayel That that it can be a shliach for the bala payers today, doesn't make it biyodai to be mafresh on his own payers tomorrow. Now the Gemara continues that Reb brought a riot to Reb that he acted correctly from the Pasuk of Laman Tilmat Deir HaShashem Lekecha Kala Yomim. According to Rashi, we learn from there that one may be mafresh meiser on a davash That's why he could be mafresh from Erev Shabbos on to Shabbos. That's the Kala Yomim that the Pasuk is talking about because it's more to be mafresh 
that's the case, what's the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov than other days? If it's Mutter, you matrish on a Dabash So Taisa's answer is the Pasuk's not coming to him matter hafrasha on a Dabash Taisa says the Pasuk's coming to him matter to him matrish shloim minamukif. The halach is, you normally have to him matrish when things are minamukif, when things are close to each other. The trauma that is being matrish has to be close next to. The table is being matir. The pasuk's come to be matir that if there's no choice, like such a case where he has to eat Paris on Shabbos, and in order for him to do that, he has to be mafresh. The pasuk comes to say that he's allowed to be mafresh for Shabbos. Even though he's not allowed to. And the Ritva answers Taisus Kashan Rashi that the pasuk comes to tell me that it's only mutter to be mafresh on. When there's no choice, such as by Shabbos, like in the case of Rabbi Yannai. However, there's a mitzvah to be mafresh on a Therefore, the Kalyamim is marbed that by Shabbos, where there's no choice, one may be mafresh on a Not in such a case, is to wait till it comes loyalum. Now, Taisa asks Akash on himself, why do we say that Rabbi Yannai should be mafresh on Erev Shabbos Shleimanamukif? L'chayot should be better for him to wait till Shabbos when he gets the payers, and he'll be mafresh minam mokif. To be mafresh on Shabbos is only in this for the one may be mafresh on Shabbos. Why do we say that it's better to be mafresh shleim minam mokif on erev Shabbos than to be mafresh minam mokif on Shabbos? On Shabbos, minatayir it's more to be mafresh. So Taisus answers that the case the pasuk is talking about to be mafresh shleim minam mokif l'tzayruch Shabbos is just the opposite. The pears that he wants to be mafresh with are far away from him. The pears that he wants to eat, which are next to him, are not that much. If he's going to be mafresh from these pears, what's going to happen is he won't have enough for the Shabbos. Therefore, the Pasuk tells us one may be mafresh from pears that are far away from him. Although it's Shleiman Amukif, in order to be mafresh all the pears that are next to him, which he needs, the Tzairach Shabbos. Now, Taisus asks, okay, so we understand the Pasuk, but Rabbi Anna's case wasn't like that. In Rabbi Anna's case, his Oros was going to bring him the Paris on Shabbos. The Paris would be next to him. Why was he mafresh the day before Shleiman Amukif? Let him be mafresh on Shabbos. Being mafresh on Shabbos, as we said, is only a Sidra Abanon. So therefore, Taisus asks, let him be mafresh on Shabbos, Menamukif, and not be mafresh ere Shabbos, Shleiman Amukif. So Taisa's answer is, since Trumas Paris are only a Durabonon, the Raisa, you only have to be mafresh Trumas and Maestras on Dogon and Tirish Vyitzar. Since Trumas Paris is only a Durabonon, and we're Mekel to be mafresh Lehman Amukif when there's a big Tzairich, therefore he was Mekel over here also. Although this is not the exact case as the Pasuk. Taisa's second Tzairich says, this is also considered Tzairich Shabbos, that it shouldn't have to be Matriach to deal with Hafrashas Trumas and Maestras on Shabbos, therefore we're Mater for him to be mafresh, Shleiman Amukif, on Erev Shabbos, even though he could be mafresh on Shabbos, in order to avoid him the terror of being mafresh on Shabbos. Now the Rabban deals with the Indian of Shleiman Amukif independently from Taich of the Pasuk. The Rabban just asks Akasha, how could Rabbi Yana be mafresh on Erev Shabbos, Shleiman Amukif? It says it's also to be mafresh, Shleiman Amukif. So the Rabban answers, when there's a big Tzairach, we are matter, Hafrash Estrumus Amaisris, Shleiman Amukif. And Mitzvah Sayyidik Shabbos is going to be considered a big Tzairach that were matter for it the Isser of Hafrashas, Trumas Hermaisa, Shloim and Amokif. 
Then the Raman goes on to answer that it's not really Shleim and Amukiv. When he's mafresh on Erev Shabbos, Paris that he's going to get on Shabbos, what's happening is the Chalois happens on Shabbos when the Paris are next to each other, when it's Mukif. There's no Isra of being mafresh Shleim and Amukiv. The Chalois Truma happens the next day on Shabbos when he's Makif, the Paris to the Truma. Therefore, he's not over at all the Isra of being mafresh Shleim and Amukiv. Now, the Karen Oira asked, though, on this, in this case, he's being mafresh on Shabbos. If the Chalais HaFrasher actually happens the next day when he's being makif the Paris with the Truma, it comes out that the HaFrasher Truma Samaisers happens on Shabbos, not on Erev Shabbos. He's being over the Isser of being mafresh on Shabbos. So the Karen Oira answers, if there's no choice, it's not going to be mutter. If he can avoid doing that Avada, it's also for him to do that, where the Chalais of the Truma will happen on Shabbos. However, since there's no option, we want him to be mafresh mukif. So we say the chalois of the truma happens on Shabbos when the truma is mukif when it's next to the Paris. Now it comes out according to the Karen Oira, the issue of hafrasha's trumas on Shabbos is when the chalois hafrasha happens on Shabbos. If there's no choice, we're mekel. But otherwise, it's also to do the ma'isa hafrasha on erev Shabbos if the chalois hafrasha is going to happen on Shabbos. According to the Ramban. If anyone wants to understand the Ramban of Pashas without understanding like the Karanaira, the Ramban seems to be saying that the Isser of Afrasha on Shabbos is only when somebody does the Maisa Afrasha on Shabbos. If he does the Maisa Afrasha on Erev Shabbos and the Chalaisa Afrasha happens on Shabbos, your Taka is no Isser. L'chaira, there's two Tzadim to understand the Isser of Afrasha on Shabbos. Is the Isser to do the Maisa Afrasha on Shabbos or is the Isser, even if he does the Maisa Rosh on Erev Shabbos, if it's Chal on Shabbos, that's also Osir. The Karanayar understands that also would be Osir. It's very possible to learn that the Ramban understands that the Isser is just to do the Maisa Rosh on Shabbos. If the Chalais Rosh happens on Shabbos, that doesn't bother us. There's a nice say in the Paiskim, the Gabi, the Isser of being Makna on Shabbos also. Is the Isser to do the Maisa Akna on Shabbos, or is the Isser to have the Chalais Akna on Shabbos? The Chayr, that Shail in the Paiskim is similar to the Shiloh that we're discussing in the Ramban and the Karanaira. Now the Gemara starts the next sugya. The Yeshiva asks of Sheshes, is an Eidechon Nemon to be matter a woman to do Yibam with her Yavam? The Gemara explains, what the reason we're Saimach on an Eidechon to be matter an Eidechon to marry? Is it because we're Saimach on an Eidechon when it's a Milsa David Lugluye, something that we're going to find out about anyways? And therefore here too we should be matter the woman to do Yibam because eventually we're going to find out whether her husband died or not. So therefore, the Eidechad will be Namon. Or is it because Daiko the reason we're matter and Eishish to marry, is because she checks out very well. That's the Iker reason of the Heter. Therefore, in a place where Rukhaisha she's not going to check out so well, could be she very much wants to be Nisyabim to her Yavim, she likes him. So therefore, she's not going to be as thorough in checking whether her husband died. And we can't be Saimach. For that reason, on her daiko mitzvah, that's why an eidechon won't be neman. That's the Gemara Shiloh. Now that's klar when the Gemara says, is the reason we're samachan eidechon because it's a milsa davudi l'gluye, or is it because daiko mitzvah? It's mashma that the Gemara had a havamina to say that we don't need daiko mitzvah to be matar and eishesish. Taisa says that's impossible. All over the parak we find that the heter of eidechon is based on the fact that it's daiko mitzvah. Taisa explains the Gemara Shiloh is... What's the Iker Nemanus? Is the Iker Nemanus because of the Eid Echot? And therefore, we need a Tziruf, a Sniff. We need to strengthen the Nemanus of the Eid Echot with Daiko Mitzvah. But it's enough if it's Daiko Ksas. If she 
is somewhat careful, even if she's not overly thorough. Therefore, in such a case, it would be matter her to do yibum with her yavam based on the nermonus of an eid echod. The ikra nermonus is the eid echod. She's daiko mincevo somewhat when she's oimid libum. That's enough for us to be mitzaref that to the nermonus of the eid echod. However, the Gemara has another side. The ikr heter is not based on the namanas of the Eidecho. The ikr reason for the heter is her daiko mitzvah. She has to be overly thorough. She has to be daiko harbe. She has to be very thorough in her checking whether her husband died. And that's the main reason where Saimachan Eidecho to you matter. If that's the case, by a yovam, where it's possible that she'll be more lax, not as thorough in checking whether her husband died because she really subconsciously wants to marry the Yavam, therefore we're not going to Echot to matter her to do Yibam. The Gemara brings a Raya that Eid Echot is Nemon from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says if the Edom told her her son died, and then her husband died, and she did Yibam, and then they told her they made a mistake, and it was just the opposite, that her husband died first, and then her child died, which would ask her to do Yibam, she has to leave the Yavam, and the child she has with the Yavam is a Mamzer. So the Gemara asks, what's the case? If she started out with two Adim that said she should do Yibum, and then another two Adim came and contradicted them and said she shouldn't do Yibum, why do we say Teitzay? Why shouldn't she be able to stay with her Yavam? Why do you rely on the two Adim that answered her, rely on the two Adim that are Mat to her? The Gemara proves, you see, obviously the case was that it was an Eid Echod that was Mat to her to do Yibum, and therefore if two Adim come and are Makhashim, they're going to be Neman and she has to leave the Yavam. Al-Kopanam, the Gemara brings a raya that Eid Echod is Nemon to be Matar Yibam. And Taisus asks, when the Gemara says, why do you rely on the two Adim that ask her, rely on the two Adim that say she's mutter to stay with the Yavam? Taisus, what kind of cash is that? Of course she has to go out. It's a tray tray. There are two Adim that say she's Osir, two Adim that say she's mutter. Why would you allow her to stay Misafik? We hold tray trays Fekha Durabanon when there's two Adim that say she's mutter and two Adim that say she's Osir. In such a case, Chazaka Gadur determined the halacha, she was Becheskas Isser to her Yavam. So in this case, we'll say that the two Adim cancel out each other, and the Cheskas Isser will be Machria that she's Usher to the Yavam. Why would we say that she can stay with the Yavam in a case of Trey Trey? The Taisa's answer is since she's saying Barili that she's Mutter to do Yavam, and the Yavam is saying also Barili that he's allowed to do Yavam. In such a case, we're going to compare that to the woman who married one of the Aiden that was made that her husband died. When they're both Bari, the Chazaka is not going to have the strength to make her leave the Yavam. And therefore, the Gemara Taka asks, why do you go bust with the two Aiden that say she has to leave? Rely on the two Aiden that say she can stay. As both she and the Yavam are saying Bari. Now the Masha asks Akash on this. Taisus, in the beginning of the Perik, and the Pechesam and Beis, Dibur Maschal Habo, also asks such a kasha. Why do we say if there are two Adam that say her husband died? And two Adam say that her husband is alive. That if she married one of the Adam, she can stay with him. She's Becheska's sister. According to the sheet that trade trace Fekad Rabbanon, when there are two Adam that are Matar and two Adam that Aser, Chazaka can be Machria. The Chazaka of Eshazish says that she's still married to this husband. She's still alive. And she's an Aishish Shish. How could we possibly allow her to stay with one of the Aiden that was made that she's mutter? So Taisha's answers, true, there's a Cheska Sisser, there's a Cheska Aishish However, since 
a woman is daiko mensava, that makes the cheskas eishas ish very weak, and therefore she can stay with one of the edim that was made that her husband died. It's a weaker chazaka. Frekdim in our sugya, that's gufa the shaila. Do we say daiko mensava in a case where the aid is being matter to a yavam? And it's sad in our sugya that she can't rely on an Eidechon because she's not Daiko Mintzava. How could you say that we definitely would be mad to her to stay with the Yavam in the case of Trey Trey because she's saying worry and he's saying worry. It's like Nisus Lechad Meidechon. It's as if she were married to one of her Eidem. Over there it only works because Daiko Mintzava. Here that's good for the Shail and the Gemara. If we say Daiko Mintzava. And if we don't say Daiko Mintzava, she definitely would have to leave her Yavam. Even in the case of a tray, a tray. So there's no raya the Mishnah is talking about an Eid Echad. Now the Karnir Aim wants to answer the Marshal's Kasha, that it's different whether we're talking about an Isser just in regards to her and the Yavam, or if we're talking about an Isser that's Negea to the whole world. By us, in our Sugya, the Shail is just between her and the Yavam. In such a case, even without Daiko Minsava, Taisus would be Maida, she doesn't have to leave in a case where she's saying bari. If there's a tray, a tray, and she's a bari, and he's a bari, she can stay. On Daf Pechesom Beis, however, the Gemara is dealing over there with whether she's mutter to the entire world. When we're handling a shayla that's negay, not just to her in the oven, but negay to her and everybody else, the question is, is she an ashes ish, that's mutter to the entire world or not, to be mat to her, to everybody, that needs Daiko Mitzvah, and without that, we will go with the Chazkas and say that she's Vadai Osir. And because of Rome, gives another terrorist to Mashal's Kasha with Lachayr, a very Pasha Desvara. True, Taisa says in the that we need Daiko Mitzvah to make erase it to the Chazaka, to weaken the Chazaka. And only then, by a case of Trey Trey, is she wanted to stay with one of the Edim? And our Sugi Gufa is being done, whether it's Daiko Mintzava. The Shiloh over here, if we say Daiko Mintzava, as Tysus explains, which we mentioned before, is not whether Daiko Mintzava. Of course it's Daiko Mintzava. The question is, is it enough of a Daiko Mintzava? Is it a Diyuka Rabba? Is she very Medaik? Is she very thorough? And therefore will be Mater Hatur Yavam, like we're Mater Neshesish Le'alma? Or do we say, no, the Diyuk that she does, when it comes to Ibum, is a lesser diuk, and therefore it's not enough to be matter. However, the Gemara doesn't have a havamina, there's no diuk at all. It could be when Taisus says that we need daiko mitzvah to be matter her, in a case of trey or trey, Taisus doesn't mean that they need the diuk that's matter her lealma. It could be even a smaller diuk, a less thorough diuk, will also be enough to make a raise to the cheskasatious ish, and therefore, even in our sugya, it would be enough by a tray a tray, the small diuk that she does, to allow her to stay with her yavam, and to make a race into the cheskasatish, since they're both saying bari. The kitchen, the diuk that's necessary to be matter, an ashish alma, is a much stronger diuk than what's necessary to make a race into the cheskasatish ish in a case of Trey Trey. Therefore, it's Pasha to Taisus that even on the Tzad and the Gemara, that we don't say that a woman is Medayik enough to matter her Liyavam, still that level of Diyuk will be enough to at least make a raise of the Cheskas Isra that she has to the Yavam, and she'll be mutter to him if she's saying a Bari and he's saying a Bari and there's a Trey Trey.
You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.